You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. That's correct. Brought to you by Quarantine. Remember, Quarantine. It'll make you your worst self all the time. That was like the three yard out of welcomes. Like, I think your welcomes, you could, you know, that, that, the chart where you track like the depth and location of passes. That to me was like, okay, Spencer just got one out to the tight end. <laughs> it was open. No, I'm not saying it was the wrong decision. In fact, I appreciate that you don't always just heed the deep ball. You got to keep them on their toes, right? Mm-hmm. That was the Jake Browning of welcomes. Okay, well, see, now Jason was the mean one, not me. It, it, it completed. <laughs> now it's second and seven. <laughs> what? Now Now you got options, right? Got three yards. We, we, can, we can get another. I can throw another one of those, and we can be at, you know, third and four. Yeah. And, and then, then we have I, to run. <laughs> You got to keep the playbook open. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Especially in these troubled times. How how y'all hanging in? Well, I'm. Uh, we're recording this during the what day. What time is it? Yeah. We're recording this during the day, which is not a thing we usually do, especially during quarantine. What month is it? Um, I think it's, looking. it's still April. Okay. Um, so you might hear my shrieking toddler at some point. Um. Who's just been a gem lately? Just really. Uh, at one point, this was like two nights ago. She was having. The, oh no, it was on Easter because it was uh, candy fueled. She had the most epic meltdown she's had in probably her entire life. And at one point, <clears throat> she closed the the like toddler gate so she couldn't get out. Then she took her bathroom stool and tried to use it to scale the toddler gate. That was confiscated. 
And screaming and crying, she looked at me and said, but how will little Nora reach the bathroom sink? <laughs> she oh, went third she person. person. Yeah, she went third person. Yeah. She, she said, the rock says. <laughs> yes, that's right. And that's when I knew that I am destined to lose this battle. Anyway, I'm fine. My younger, my younger son said, dad, when you die, I won't miss you. And I will have a really good life. Jesus Christ. I feel like, Ryan and Spencer, I feel like your kids say this shit a lot. And I, yeah. I, at this point, I believe them. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they're being coerced into saying it. Can I, can I tell you what was at stake here? Yeah. I would not let him eat crackers straight out of the box. Sure. You bastard. Sure. Yeah. Have we told the story on the show of when your younger son, when you first realized your younger son had a concept of death? Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that, it was at school, right? Um, there were oh, there are two stories about this. I forgot. There's <laughs> the one with his teacher. No, you'll have to you'll have to tell me. I forgot which one. Okay, wait. There are many. The one that I was thinking of was the time when he came running up to you looking for his mom, and you said, "You know, mom was sleeping. She's taking a nap. Don't bother her." And he looks at you very concerned. He goes, "But she'll wake up, right?" And you're like, "Yes, yes, she'll wake up, and she'll get you know, and she'll play with you or whatever." And he goes, and then one day not and you turned gray while he just turned around and ran straight into the backyard without a care in the world yeah yeah my child my child the undertaker it's uh it's like the movie ai shoot now i can't remember the oh it was when he told his teacher that he did not who had a picture of his i was there because i was reading to the class and he was when he told his teacher that who had a picture of his dead grandmother on his desk that he did not think the grandmother was a ghost. He was like, she's probably just dead. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, tune in, tune in next week for our episode, which is all about horrifying shit. Children have said to you. I, I would like to hear, you know, we never hear anything from Jason's rowdy daughter. Jason, did she have a, did she have any fun death experiences growing has up? Has she ever said anything like super dark? Um, She's no. always been the coolest person I've Damn. known since she was like three. I'm trying so. to think of the meanest thing she's ever said to me. And, it, you know, it'll be like, she'll tell Emily, I love you. Good night. And like, not notice I'm in the room. And like, <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, daddy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get over it. It's okay. But like, that's the extent of our, our uh, emotional warfare. However, we also are gifted with four bonus children who are right. uh, the cousins and most of them are pretty cool most of the time. One of them is, uh, I think she's Genghis Khan reborn. She is an absolute psychopath. Uh, the other night she ran into the street, like basically daring a car to hit her. Uh, and, you know, we're screaming, Aspen, get, you know, get out of the street. And, and of course she charges back in. The car is parked. She's standing there staring at it. Like I'm running into the street to drag her out of the street. And, you know, then it's giggle time. Ha ha ha. I dare to car. Like she's three by the way. Sure. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Standing out there like she's fucking wonder woman going to, you know, let the car hit like, Oh my God. Dude. Oh, she was, she was going to punch the car. Yeah. She's going to like just giggle at the car until it, I don't know, turns into a, there's not really anything she likes. So there's nothing she would want it to do. <laughs> she just wanted to stay a car. That'd be her favorite thing to happen. But what yeah, is, when she's not here, everything is sunshine and roses. What Transformers movie is it when they're, oh no, it's Black Panther when they just punch down on the hood of the car and it flips over? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This yeah, it's kind of like that, but without even any punching. Just, <laughs> I'm just going to stand here. 
Yeah. So in other words, it sounds like we're all doing great and children <laughs> are waiting for us to die. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of want to be like, now is the now is the worst time for you to wish for us to die, kid. Because like, you know, you're going to have to deal with all the problems. Yeah, you're stuck here with my rotting corpse. Right, exactly. Idiot. Yeah, or you'll have to reanimate me, and that'll be a pain in the ass. Oh, God, That's there's all. so much waste. <laughs> You're going to be stuck here turning my skin into clothes. Won't that suck for you? Or or the comedy of lugging me around like it's a Weekend at Bernie's situation. <laughs> thick Bernie. Yeah, Thick Bernie. <laughs> Weekend at Burley's. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sir, why do you have that rest stop stuffed bear? I'm sorry <laughs> I said you were going to be waste. I will use every part of you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Like the, like the buffalo and the Native American of yore, you will use the entire animal. The cats, the cats will eat. <laughs> I was going to say the cats, cats are going to really enjoy this. That's my, my favorite stat in... The book about, uh, or I listened to a podcast about from a forensic, and this is a crim thing, a forensic um, veterinarian. If you know, wow. what, yeah, a forensic veterinarian. In other words, the dead animal. Who was, shot this cat? <laughs> right? This Who did was this no, cat shoot. Get in line. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cat has uh, a cat has like a twenty two hole in it, and it instantly <laughs> the forensic veterinarian says, "I don't think it was cat on cat violence." <laughs> the cat was already dead when they shot it. Do you yeah. suspect foul play? <laughs> no, yeah. it was not a bird. Did the cat have any enemies? Everything, mm-hmm. everything. It's a cat. So I was listening to a forensic veterinarian on a podcast. I think it was the hoarders podcast actually talking about the issues that they had with hoarders and when asked which animal will eat you first the dog would wait you know 24 48 hours the cat about two the cat instantly forgot you know just like well there's this big thing here like it was sad for like 90 minutes and then at the 91st minute the cat was like cow down I think that's like when you turn in um, found property to the cops and after a certain amount of time, it's yours. That's the, the cat just 90 minutes is the amount of time. Yeah. It's kind of like a common law marriage. You just become common law snack. Like this is the, this is the amount of time I will allow your family to, uh, to collect the body. And if not, it's mine. I also appreciate that if you, there's probably a cat in this world who checks on, the sleeping owner just to see if they can eat it yet. Right. Like, uh, still food source or still actual food source. So are you saying that like to cats, we are food that's in like a very, very slow cooker and they're just constantly checking and saying, Nope, not ready yet. Just low and slow. We're the steak that brings them steak. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We're continually feeding them. And then at one point we will be the feed that's for cats, dogs, I feel like dogs just do that in a starvation situation and they probably cry while they eat you. Speaking of dogs. Speaking of dogs. I was on that segue. Just took me a minute to get there. Speaking of dogs. So one of the things to keep people distracted is thinking about, uh, you know, your favorite things, happy things. And one happy thing for me 
are dogs, but not just dogs. Like I'm everybody generally likes dogs. If you meet somebody who says, I don't like dogs, they probably have a really good reason for that. Like a dog attacked me and it was very scarring or, uh, you know, a dog repossessed my home and I'm mad at him forever. I lost a, I lost a contentious court case to a dog lawyer. Yes. Yes. Dog lawyers. (laughs) Fearsome. Fearsome dog lawyers. (laughs) What a dog lawyer even do. It's what it doesn't do. That's really so, so powerful. <laughs> I have an emotional appeal to the jury. Sits there, looks cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, single-minded. Like, if you get, if you get like a beagle or something, they're just going to lock on the weak point in the other, the other side's case. And- dog, dog lawyer, do you have any questions for this witness? No, you must be extremely confident. I like that about you, dog lawyer. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of an indictment of overall competency in the legal profession that there are cases where a dog lawyer probably would have done better than the human. Yes. 100%. I can, I can tell you for a fact that's true. And I know that because um, <clears throat> it is not, to, to the best of my knowledge, it is not a violation of your professional responsibility such that you would have to like overturn a criminal conviction for your lawyer to be drunk or high while they are representing you. Yeah. And a dog's just a dog. A do- and a dog is, is substantially less likely to get high. Yeah. Being a dog, though, is kind of like being drunk all the time. But functionally it, drunk. Functionally, functionally drunk. drunk. But like, oh, i got to lay down. <laughs> Why am I eating this? <laughs> oh, I'm peeing outside. <laughs> That's a lot of parallels between drunks and dogs. <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared of anything. I'm also scared of everything. <laughs> I'm going to get into a fight. Oh, that didn't go well. I'm laying on the front porch yelling, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't let me out. Oh, you shouldn't have let me out. <laughs> I'm now, I'm naked. I'm just naked running all over the place, biting stuff. Go balls. Go balls. <laughs> so what I wanted to talk about specifically wasn't dog lawyers. I wanted today to talk about dumb dogs. Dumb dogs are a delight to me because, yes, all dogs are not as smart as humans, no matter what you may claim. They're just not as smart as humans. However, in the dog community, there are some dogs who are so spectacularly stupid as to be genuinely endearing. Uh, My best example of this is a dog my family had named Gus. Gus was a boxer, and Gus the boxer uh, did not understand anything. He did not understand object permanence. If you covered a tennis ball with your hand or a bowl, the dog was like, what? It's mind freak. Oh my God, you're Chris Angel. How did you do that? That dog reacted to simple things like that or going in a closet and shutting the door, which I did. You'd go, hmm, I'm going to go in the closet and shut this door and I'll hide behind stuff in the closet. And you would do that. And the dog would go like, the, the dog would react like people on the street react to David Blaine card tricks. Just, Whoa. Bruja, witch! Oh my god! Um, it also would go and eat cicadas when the fourteen oh, or seventeen years oh. would come out. It would eat so many cicadas that it would get no. stuck in the jowls. No, 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 no. It would hear a. 
from inside itself? From inside its mouth? <laughs> I wonder oh, where it was coming from. This is so upsetting. That's that next tail chirp. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, the, the, <laughs> that's, that's just the plug. That's, that's pretty much where Gus was. Gus was the dumbest animal I have ever met. He was real cool, but he was extremely stupid to the point where he never really understood faucets. If you turn them on and water came out of them, he would stare at them as if they were a threat to his very person. He we sounds like him. he sounds a little bit like a time traveler from like the dark ages. He was he was unfrozen caveman dog. Right. Yeah. Okay. He really was. He did not understand any of our modern ways. He was it, he never really also understood, you know when when dogs encounter possums or raccoons, owners will say, "Well, the dog thinks that the the possum is just another dog and doesn't understand why it can't be friends." No. Gus believed possums were an existential threat. And, and would attempt to fight them. A possum is the worst fight in the world. It just does not make sense. A possum will either attempt to tear a dog's guts out or will play dead. Those are the two options. They're both really, really humiliating to watch as your dog cannot figure out the proper course of action, which is just to leave the goddamn thing alone. So I wanted to talk about dumb dogs. And we asked, we asked the, uh, the listenership... And the followership to uh, contribute their favorite dumb dogs. And uh, might I say, this bumper crop of stupid dogs constitutes the finest selection of idiot canines on the planet. I don't think it can be topped. Normally, normally when you ask people for their best stories, you get eh, some good, some bad. Some people don't understand the assignment, but really try. Some <laughs> people just want to talk about other stuff. Everyone here zeroed in completely the worst misses that we got from asking people for this were adorable pictures of their dogs that's it that's the worst people did with oh look at this bag boy up on the couch right there were were also some people who i would argue actually they said their dog was dumb but they got outsmarted like i won't out who this person was but somebody was like i taught my dog how to fetch the paper through this like you know training process whereby the dog got a treat if it followed the certain steps, blah, blah, blah. And then the next morning I woke up and the dog had brought me every paper from the neighborhood. <laughs> and that's not a dumb dog. That's a smart dog. That's a try hard dog, which is well, a yeah. different kind of problem. Sure. But it's not dumb. That's a dog. That's a dog telling you, you need to go make friends. Mm-hmm. That's a dog social engineering your life. Yep. That that's dog a, has hacked the local economy. That's a gig economy dog. That's correct. That's right. That dog, that dog is going to make you work for three twenty-five an hour. <laughs> Are there benefits? No. No, none. Uh, so everybody pretty much nailed this, and even when they missed it, we got cool pictures of dogs, y'all. It's great. Um, so we wanted to go ahead and and share a couple of those because my God, y'all got some dumb dogs. Extremely dumb. I'm I'm going to start off here with a pic from uh, from. Writer Lindsay Adler covers baseball for The Athletic. She said that her dog squeezed himself through a fence for some reason, instantly regretted it, and sat quietly in a bush until we retrieved him. This is Fisher. Fisher is like a little white 25-pound spitzy-looking thing. Uh, kind of looks like kind of looks like the dog, and I mean this as a compliment, kind of looks like the dog that you win if you hit all of the milk bottles down 
at the uh, at, at the Coney Carnival. Island. Yeah. Right. Right. Just an adorable fluff ball of a dog, and I like that this dog got into the wrong place, understood it, and then also understood I lack the ability to escape this situation. <laughs> just went into safe mode. Just went like homing beacon, retrieve. Um, in a similar, in a similar, uh, vein, this one, uh, from Rougarou LSU had an Irish setter named Brandy Lynn. Great name for a dog, by the way, who couldn't be bothered to get off the couch when the burglars broke in and ransacked the house. And I like this mostly because I assume the burglars broke in, saw the dog on the couch and for a brief minute, we're like, fuck. We might we might have to bail. This might be about to turn bad. But they waited. And they waited. And the dog did nothing. And they probably were like, okay, let's like try to be quiet. And the dog did nothing. And then they said, oh, this doesn't matter at all. And then, you know, took whatever they wanted and turned the house upside down while the fucking dog slept on the couch the whole time. The dog perhaps opens one eye. Mm-hmm. The, uh, when I lived in Gainesville, there was a story... And I don't really understand why the owner agreed to this other than the owner wanted to publicly shame their dogs in the Gainesville Sun. It was a story of a guy who had his entire gun collection stolen, which to me is always funny. I want to fill my house with my guns. (laughs) Steal all 25 of them. (laughs) And my huge Rottweiler. The guy had a Rottweiler and he had a Chihuahua. Guess what the lead photo on the story about this burglary was? A smiling photo of the Rottweiler and the Chihuahua who wagged their tails and happily greeted the thieves who took everything this dude had, including like 25 rifles. Outstanding. That so was let, it. let me ask you this. If, yes. you, if you were a bank manager and you found out that overnight the bank got hit for everything and the, the security guard on duty had done nothing about it and didn't have a story, what would you assume? The guy gets fired. No, you'd assume he's in on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why, yeah. why are we not assuming? smart person would do, yeah. Why are we not assuming that these dogs aren't in on it? Because they're stupid. That's what they want you to think. No, they are stupid. You're right. Not the Chihuahua. The I Chihuahua forgot. was in on it. The, the Chihuahua was in on it. Yeah. The Rottweiler, was the Rottweiler worked very hard to escape this life and doesn't appreciate being profiled <laughs> in this manner. Is there any chance the Chihuahua has um, pacified the Rottweiler? I mean, I know Chihuahuas are mean little assholes, but right. like, so are Rottweilers. No, they're great. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sure the Rottweiler, by the way, saw the guys and was like, and the Chihuahua was like, it's cool. They're my friends. It's fine. And the Rottweiler was like, I trust you. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's the dynamic. Uh, I think I have the next one from Aubrey Scott 7. Aubrey D. Scott 7, excuse me. My friend got his dog a dog door. After taking hours to teach him how to use it, I assume the dog, not the friend, uh, he, again, I assume the dog, ran in and out of it happily. Later that day, they hear a loud thud against another door in the house. The dog thought he'd been granted the magical ability to walk through any shut door, like a cartoon character. I am. Coyote. I'm Dr. Strange over here. Watch this. Dog to street. <laughs> Basically, I think I think this reveals every dog believes they live in a cartoon. You know, <clears throat> like I I I heard a sound. Clearly, it's it's probably an anvil. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I, I, think, from a great I think the thing about the dog is they will never suspect the anvil. Right, that's right. Anvil, right. That's right. You know, or 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 like, what does a dog do when you know you're cooking literally anything? They float through the air on the waves of aroma. Right. You know, like uh, a dog would be happy to run against a background that's just looping over and over and over again. Oh, they'd fucking love that. You know, just hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of you have met my now departed, uh, like nineteen pound Boston Terrier Jenna, who approached every police horse with the same energy, which was that dog is almost as big as me. Yeah, that's... <laughs> dog, dogs who have no concept of size are that's great. It's... So there's a there's another dog in my family that went in the other direction. Mm-hmm. This was okay. The dumbest dog I've ever known is my sister in law's dog Dave, who is incredibly fierce looking when he's sitting still he's a he's some kind of german shepherd husky mix and then he turns to look at you and it's just like if there were little little scrolling chirons in it in his eyes that could just say doofus he would have he's the happiest dog i've ever met he's a complete wuss um he gets stuck halfway through dog doors because I don't think the back half of his body talks to the front half. So he'll get his front legs and his head through the dog door and then immediately start to panic because he doesn't know where his back legs are (laughs) and just sit there halfway through the dog door and howl and shriek in fear because a, a dog door that is made to fit him. And will not go the rest of the way through the dog door because all of a sudden he cannot see his own tail. Options are I am Dave, I am Dave, and C, I am Dave. I've got a special a special place in my heart for dogs that have vaguely old man people names. Mm-hmm. Like Dave, like which is what led me to this next dog from user Kevin McD54. This dog's name is Frank, which is a wonderful name. <laughs> My dog, Frank, got stuck between the toilet and the wall. We had to remove the whole toilet from the floor to get him out. <laughs> and if a, you look at photo. these, there's a photo. And that was the other thing that drew me to this. Because if you, uh, if you look at this, Frank bears a not slight resemblance to uh, my other current living dog, the famous champ. Yeah, Champ, who is a cosmonaut trapped in a dog robot. He is not a dog. Yeah, he Champ doesn't appear on the show because he's not a dog. Um, but do do you want to tell the Champ story? We I should, had, we should have had Floyd on to tell I the dog, Champ story. Uh, you know, we dog sat for Champ once, and there was a hole in the fence of our otherwise very tightly enclosed yard, and Champ who at no point has displayed anything but an utter fear of the outside world. No, Champ won't go through, like, a door that is barely cracked open. Yeah. Champ won't go near somebody who moves too quickly. And by too quickly, I mean at all. Champ is perpetually terrified and, like a cosmonaut trapped in a dog robot, is really just trying to figure out how to get back to his home world. Does a lot of standing out in the backyard and staring straight up at the night sky without moving for hours on end. Seeking homing beacon. Homing beacon. Download before. mission parameters. So, but anyway, a couple years ago, uh, my husband was at a family wedding in Virginia, and I was in West Virginia covering a Marshall game. When? And Champ was at your house. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't, because overnight, he squeezed through, 
I think, a three-inch wide gap in the fence. If you know a Boston Terrier, I don't know how that head got through a three-inch gap in the fence. It was the only place he could have gotten out unless he teleported. Which he can do. A real possibility. And he got out. We began searching the neighborhood thinking, how far could he get? Could he have gotten to Memorial Drive? Because he's also very lazy. Yeah, no possibility this dog. And we were concerned because Memorial Drive was in close proximity. And Memorial Drive's a very busy surface street in Atlanta. We're like, oh no, what if he got near Memorial Drive? No, 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 no. Get a call from a vet who found, or a woman who found him on I-20. Interstate Six 20. and a half miles down I-20 going to our house. Going to Champ was commuting. Yes, six and a half miles. Got hit by a car at one point and flipped clipped, in the air. Clipped by a Subaru. Yes, and was fine. Not a Subaru, a Suburban. Fine, completely fine. Found him at the vet looking up like what? The pads on his feet were sore. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Has been cursed by Brian Floyd ever since as the biggest asshole dog. Dumbest on goddamn the dog I've ever met. <laughs> I don't. He, he's not dumb and he's not a dog. That's yeah. the problem. What What does Floyd have to do with this? Floyd really took this personally. Um, <laughs> wait, let's let Floyd explain. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Oh, okay. okay, gotcha. Got it. It makes sense when you tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's there's the longabout way of Boston Terriers, not even once. But dogs with people names, always. Uh, my next one is from, uh, this one comes from, the, the real source of this whole thread was discussing Labrador Retrievers as being smart, something that a mental, mentalfloss.com article claimed ah. that this was an intelligent More breed. like mental flaws. Yes. Wow. Something yeah. that Labradors have because yeah. Labradors are... So dumb they think rocks are food. Somebody will email me or text me trying to explain this, and the explanation is actually that labs have been overbred to the point where, you know, the kind of personality they have is also really tight with gluttony and compulsive eating. Or uh, that would be real cool if you just didn't do that. Don't try to explain anything to me on the internet ever, especially how dumb labs are, because you'll say, "No, they're really smart." No, they're not. They're a dog and they're a Labrador. That's that's two strikes down. Okay. Lovable, yes. Adorable, fine. You know, great companions, sure. Smart, hell no. This comes from the dumb eating category, which is from I am Spilly. One time, that's been <laughs> the world's foremost <laughs> on dumb eating. By the, the way, the world's foremost expert on dumb eating. Yeah, right? we should have seen this coming. Made a Nick Saban Jello mold once, right? Uh, Nick's the I am Spilly's case was this, and it is very simple. He ate stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Galactus. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's, it's he really is Galactus because he's denying others the ability to move between worlds of the downstairs <laughs> and the upstairs. Like upstairs and downstairs are literally quite literally different planes. That's right. That's right. Speaking. You will exist on two dimensions now, mortal. <laughs> you will all sleep in the family room. <laughs> This is what if, all- what if they're all now trapped upstairs and he is now lord of the downstairs? He or she, oh, I could say. Oh, the dream. Now I'm down here with the dog food. <laughs> I, I know why the caged bird sings. <laughs> because it has all of the crackers. In the yeah, if your dog is, if your dog borders into the behavior of livestock and or goats, that's a very stupid dog. Eight stairs. 
fuck. Like that's, that's, that to me is the emotional opposite opposite of uh, baby shoes never worn. Like it's just so perfect. He ate stairs. That's good. It, it sounds to me like the dog is playing Minecraft and is planning to build other stairs <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. He ate stairs. going to go outside and then shit a whole new staircase. <laughs> yeah. That's the second this is, most This harrowing. is how I climb over the fence, finally. That's the second most harrowing phrase I've read this week next to Stephen Godfrey is typing. <laughs> I love that this dog looks at an MC Escher painting and is like, mm, I you. Delicious. <laughs> Where does it end? I can't wait to find out. <laughs> this buffet is amazing. <laughs> uh, also in the dumb eating category, from Marine Corps Duck, uh, was a picture of a dog who, quote, has had to have three major surgeries and several other hospitalizations because she panic eats socks anytime she's left alone for a few hours and they get stuck in her att- intestine. Ugh. That is. We had a dog that um, she really liked eating toilet paper. Uh huh. So she'd go grab it off the roll, and then like you can picture the comedy of this. She would then start walking. Sure. And she would have a trail of it, and like right. it looked like a fucking family circus cartoon where there's like the trail all over the damn house, <laughs> on toilet paper, you know. <laughs> and then yeah, eventually the whole roll is gone. She goes outside and shits toilet paper. Which is sort of a self-cleaning function, I guess. I think if you have a dog who compulsively stress eats socks, you have to agree to become a sandals family. An all-weather sandals family. Like, that seems like you have to just give in at that point. This is actually why Tevas exist. There's no other good explanation. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, and and if, if I knew somebody who only wore sandals all the time, and I finally was like, what? Why don't you ever wear fucking shoes? And they said, because my dog will eat socks and I'll have to take them to the hospital. <laughs> I would say, you- okay, I get it. And I support your choices. So like pets improve our lives in so many ways. They also forced us to do these insane life hacks. We're like, oh shit, I forgot to put bear spray on my socks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nothing, right? Like, oh, hold on. And people do this in the positive sense too of, pampering their animals at one point my sister has a history of getting dogs that she probably shouldn't have gotten she got a corgi at one point corgis what's wrong with getting a corgi corgis have a need for supervision management and a job corgis need to do something corgis need direction they need interaction my sister not a great dog manager frankly and corgis need to work in a bureaucracy okay they need to be deployed (laughs) They need timesheets. They need responsibilities and hierarchy, okay? They're not like a hound who's like, what are we doing today? Just laying around, occasionally bolting at stuff? Cool. That's why I like hounds. Hounds are essentially anarchists. They're like, well, I'm going to do it. Hope you like it. <laughs> right? Corgis are like, I'm, I, I, need to, I need to do it. But the forms! I need to fill out the forms! Then I need to be praised. Am I a corgi? I need evaluations. Oh, Jesus. I'm a corgi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bloodhound, you know, pretty much like bloodhounds are like, yeah, man, it's cool. I need to go eight miles in that direction. Then I'm going to sleep. That's, uh, it's cool that I don't take orders. Right. That's cool. All right, man. (laughs) So she got one of those and my mom would take it to, (laughs) 
She would take it to Sonic. <laughs> sure. I, would talk, I would talk to her. Just, just, as, Queen, just as Queen Elizabeth does. <laughs> like, what are you, uh, like, what are you doing, Mom? Oh, you know, it's cool. I got to go pick up. I got to go pick up, you know, my granddaughter. And, uh, I got to get this dog a cherry lime. Then we got to go stop by the Sonic and get this dog a hamburger. This I'm dog like, loves ocean water. God damn it. It doesn't have to. Oh, ha- God. Imagine dog vomit after ocean water. <laughs> it doesn't have to happen it's at all. It's a Frank Acid trip. <laughs> no, but like that was that was part of the routine. And then the dog was like, well, we're going to Sonic today, right? Because right. we went to Sonic twice. Right. Right. Oh. <sighs> Fuck. I, I I actually would pay a lot of money to hear Queen Elizabeth read the Sonic menu. <laughs> With 23 corgis in the car. Yeah. Prince Philip, like, pressing the thing, going, I'm going to say something <laughs> offensive into the speaker. All right, I've got the next one from David Guttenfelder. Uh, apologies if I said that wrong, but I'm going to make up for it by reading the vet reported stomach contents of your dog who according to david eats anything and fast the vet reported stomach contents a grapefruit sized fibrous mass that was likely a welcome mat wasps it's <laughs> <laughs> such a hard faster wasps are wasps are the second thing on the list <laughs> Ballpoint pen spring, Tylenol, rubber bands, grapes, and a ladybug. Fuck. I, I like that this this dog's stomach contents are basically Spencer hurriedly packing for a trip. <laughs> yeah. Man, this loot box sucks. Ah oh, shit. I forgot my I forgot my laptop charger, but I did bring wasps. Oh, Does I'm anybody sorry. need wasps? I need to read the coda to this story because I'm trying to visualize how this would even work. Had to Heimlich the dog twice. Wow. And out come wasps. (laughs) Oh, that'd be a neat trick. Stuck and summon wasps. (laughs) It opens its mouth and... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's an Eldritch Terrier. Yeah, that's that's a John Carpenter Terrier. My God. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Okay, here's a brief one. This is from... uh, this is from, wait, I had it, shit. All right, here it is. From Definitely Not Chuck. In his youth, this demo used to flip a laundry basket over his head and run through the house until he hit a wall. Um, <laughs> the, the, the picture that was attached to this tweet is not of a dog uh, with a laundry basket on its head, but the dog is potentially trapped in a child's tent and i assume about to pull a very similar stunt but i like the idea of um basically a dog deciding that it is uh that it is turning itself into a koopa troopa via, <laughs> via laundry pass <laughs> I was thinking exactly the same thing, basically, but from the other direction. Yeah. Laundry basket goes on, and then the dog's ears, it hears, I'm invincible. <laughs> Through the wall I go. I have, um, I- I'm going to go down to the variety dumb category. Please do. The- because there's an all-star here uh, from at underscore RFM underscore. 
Where to start? Scars on her face from sticking her head in a hot oven multiple times. (laughs) What you got? (laughs) There's a Sylvia Plath joke here I'm not going to make. You just did. (laughs) It's not that kind of oven. (laughs) I know. Uh, Eats rocks. This is a a lab. I can tell you. This is a lab or a lab mix. Champ eats rocks. It champs not a dog. That's fair. I had to call dog poison control after she got on the counter and ate coffee, a bag of cough drops, banana peels, potatoes, and a two-pound box of chocolate. Christ. Holy crap. That sounds like that sounds like what Ed Orgeron would like stress eat. Yeah, that sounds like a compost pile. Yeah. Ran away from one dog walker on the first day, was picked up by animal control. Was fired by another dog walker. I'm paused. Wait, hang on. <laughs> How bad is it when a professional dog walker's like, nah, nah, I just, no, not this animal. This dog ate my leg. I can't walk it anymore. And probably an uncertain, uh, an uncertain paycheck from month to month in the best of times. And still this person was like, no, thank you. Pass, pass. I rate your dog two stars on Uber. If you're a dog walker, by the way, and you say, hey, and somebody calls you and says, hey, I'd like you to walk my dog, and you go, cool, and you show up, and it's a panther on a leash, but the panther's cool, do you try it? I think you I think you give it one try, yeah. Yeah. Especially because you're like, I don't know, man, me and the panther just vibe. <laughs> <laughs> We're cool. Also, part, part of you is probably going to be like, oh, this is going to be my Tinder photo at some point. Me and the uh, there's more, by the way. Ate a couch. It looked like a shark had taken a bite out of it. <laughs> stares at the sun. This is my favorite. <laughs> Dog just staring at the sun. <laughs> what is that? No, I, I, I promise you, the dog is looking at the sun, seeing like, God, one day I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> just fucking take the a reveal, bite out of you. The reveal that this is a girl dog. Yeah. Ruby, Ruby is all of this. And so much more dumbness. Yeah, that's man. Ruby might be the all star here because <laughs> stares at this. Wait, okay. Can there, Holly? Can you read the one from Gurgling Cod? Because I think that has some <laughs> yes. potential to, to yes. upset. Um, from friend of the program, Gurgling Cod. Nick was a first of all people name. <laughs> Nick was a German shepherd we had back in the 80s. His best trick was when we would go to the lake and he would make a splash with his paw, then try to bite the splash, making another splash, which then needed biting. He would ingest approximately one-fourth of the volume of the lake, which he would then puke up in the back of our Volvo. This dog is altering the water table. (laughs) Yeah, this dog waterboarded itself, man. That's pretty... This is literally one of like, you know, like Hercules' seven feats or whatever. This is, this is literally one of Thor's is to drain an ocean by drinking. This is one of the seven Chinese brothers, right? Like, yeah. you will drink the ocean. Wow. Yeah, that's... Oh, it looks in the, the corner of the Lasco paintings. There's a, there's a sensible boxy station wagon. <laughs> I have. That's the worst part. Is okay. that if you've had a dog that does this kind of stuff, you know it's coming. I'm going to put this up for for discussion because I have thoughts about Dave, and now I have a second set of data <laughs> given this dog Nick. Are German Shepherds cats? Mm, a lot of biting. 
saying. A lot of paranoia and fear. Uh-huh. Mm, they're cops. And we've discussed on this podcast previously that cats are not cops. I was wrong about this. And cats are detectives. Yeah, they're detectives, right? Yeah, like PIs? Yes. Yeah, you can't can't you can't, can't rein them in. They can't work in a system. I'm so thankful we returned to this conversation after five years away. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. But but I, I think they're not cops. Or they're not they're not cats because they're cops and those two circles do not overlap in anything at all. They connect uh distally at the private investigator. German shepherds are troops. Mm. They are, troops. are German shepherds MPs? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. there. There we go. Middle ground. Literally, literally they're yeah. MPs, yeah. That's no fun. I have a couple that remind me of our last two dogs um, from, I believe this is pronounced Healy Bell. Uh, ate one of those big crayon packs. We had a rainbow colored yard for a few days after. <laughs> uh, this reminds us of this. This was the same dog I mentioned earlier. They would eat toilet paper. She would eat literally anything. Like she was mostly dachshund, but had the soul of a goat. You know, like if we're, if we're missing something in the house, go check the backyard because it's in a pile of shit somewhere. Um, but I, I love like, you know, I'm just decorating. Your backyard is, is beautiful. <laughs> like the spring is blooming. Um, Worst Easter ever. <laughs> the other here from Chris JJ Lane, my two-year-old kid pooped on the floor during potty training and the four-year-old golden doodle in an act of solidarity walked over to her and started pooping right next to her. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have no choice but to stand. This reminds, uh, this is, this is basically Batman, our current dog who we found out this week. He also answers to banana man. Um, he will go and next to Evie when she's doing her yoga, he'll go and like do the dog yoga thing, like mimicking her poses. Scratch. It's adorable. Uh, and I'm, next I'm going to have to ask her to poop on the floor to see if he'll, you know, if he'll do that as well. I just, Quarantine, quarantine's going great. Quarantine, I just want, hey, day, day 38 without sports. Somebody, somebody has time for this. I want somebody to go through all the Chris Nolan Batman <laughs> films and change every time a character says Batman to <laughs> Banana Man. <laughs> Also, I mean, there are plenty of easy images on the internet of people wearing banana suits. Right. So, like, to get the visuals going as well. Yeah. I mean, just picture the comedy of Bane holding a banana above his head and then smashing it over. <laughs> you know? Think about I, it. This is a perfect on-ramp to the discussion of Alex McDaniel's dog, Carl. Uh, sweetest pup on earth, says Alex. Dumb as rocks. After weeks of him not answering to his given name, Dallas, well, there's your mistake. My dad got fed up and called him Carl as a joke. He walked right up to him. (laughs) This is, I have come to the conclusion over the past few weeks of shudinitude that the full cat does not understand his own given name, uh, which is Joe. He is answering to Hellbender at the moment. Sure. Sure. Who wouldn't? That's a very, that's like a very Ghostbusters twist where you're I like, know, I'm like, did I, you know, I, I wanted to give you a cutesy Halloween name because you were a black cat and I brought you home the week of Halloween. And after almost 10 years, I'm convinced that you don't know what your name is. But Call me Keymaster. He appears to like Hellbender. Uh, I have, I'm going to do two because they're semi-related. They're both in the dumb poop and puke category. The first is from uh, yeah. The first is from ESPN's own Bill Barnwell, 
Uh, and this is this is my favorite visual out of the entire thread. Yes, because it does come with a photo. The dog. Also, this happened that day. This happened the day of the thread. Yeah, literally this morning, tried to poop on an incline and got so distracted by the poop rolling down the hill that she fell over. That's 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 beautiful. Have you looked? Have you looked at the picture? Yes, yes. It's like a little designed astroturfy hill in an urban area that is clearly made for pooping and the dog is facing straight downhill it's got some it's got some slope to it too it's not like a gentle rolling it's like if you were trying to hit a golf ball off of this you would have trouble keeping your balance i will tell you having like having pooped on a hill before (laughs) pooped off of a cliff before okay or off a cliffside in a dire climbing situation many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The visual is pretty distracting. I was roped in, so I couldn't really have fallen off. She's just on a leash. Spencer, I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer it however you uh, however you choose. How many times have you pooped outside as an adult? Probably 20. <laughs> I mean, I did, I've done some camping. And spend some time outdoors. Yeah, sure, sure. Does that count here though? Because I, I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to eliminate like, camping from it. I want to say, in an emergency situation and or recreationally, have you pooped out of? Yes. Door? How many times when the plan was not like camping? The plan is to poop outdoors. Okay, here we How go. How many times did you have an unplanned at the start of your day outdoor poop? Ryan, I think Ryan. It sounds like what you're asking is a situationally incongruous outdoor poop. Correct. Yes. Does, how many times do you have to call a poop audible? <laughs> does does crapping your pants count? Yes, yes. I think it does. I mean, yes, it does. Yes. It does. Yeah, you're definitely okay. Uh, in that case, three. Okay. Okay, that's you know what? When you said twenty, I assumed they were all twenty bad ones. So I feel much better that the number is three. I will tell. I will tell you that all of those happened running, and all of them were horrible. They're all the worst day in your life. They're really, really bad. That's so, why yeah. we only do strength training now, baby. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> Listen, strength Back. training, I know I'm going to be – I know – how's this? If you squat, you know where you're going to be squatting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say. If you're out running, running, you know, whenever they have those, like, mystery poopers, it's always some kind of, like, depraved distance runner Yeah, who ends up – finding one place they really like and then just and like something grabs a hold of their brain breaks it and they just end up moving right and they catch them on camera this adjunct professor who loves half marathons right just couldn't stop pooping behind the circle k on escondido <laughs> and seventh yeah couldn't stop doing it that's I, I get that but three times i think three maybe four yeah uh, okay uh, th- we're not going to get into that part but yeah okay thank you Wait. thank you for your honesty i appreciate it Let's get into the maybe four. <laughs> we are receiving a wrap it up sign. Um, and I'm wondering if I might skim to the end and pick one that nobody claimed, but that sure. I think should be the perfect summation for this experience. Please. And it's, it's better. It's kind of the spiritual opposite of listing the stomach contents of the dog, because it's what is not said in this story that lets your imagination run wild. Uh, I'm going to butcher this username from Twitter user Vomocytosis. My last dog was literally in the Wall Street Journal for getting expelled from doggy daycare. (laughs) Leaving jail. 
Was your dog also a white collar criminal? Yeah, that's, 